You're listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. You're listening to the I Dig It Podcast. A podcast where we talk about the student perspective of navigating the world of archaeology and anthropology. I'm your host, Michaela. And I'm your host, Alyssa. Welcome into today's mini-sode. I think this is like the first mini-sode that we have. But welcome. It is November 13th, 2020 at 11.18 in the morning, end of week nine. Oh, okay. So in response to past Alyssa of the last podcast, she asked how I'm doing, how the election went, all of that. So yay. (laughs) (laughs) We're in a better place. In that oh regard, God. in that regard, in that regard, than we than we were this time last week. Joe and Kamala were able to pull through with the electoral college thus far, not without conflict, but we're we're getting there. It's something <laughs> that was just like uh that was one of my highs for this last weekend. I think I think a lot of 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 stress was built up surrounding election day and that kind of relieved a little bit uh, yeah yeah definitely. just a little just well a little. i mean <laughs> well yeah for the relief a little bit but i mean the stress because everywhere you would go everywhere you'd turn it's about the election mm-hmm. and everything spewing one way or another nothing was actually like a critical thought or productive it was just more trying to create this catastrophism and yeah. being like everything's gonna die it's <laughs> like civil that's war not, is gonna break out <laughs> that's not productive and that's not <laughs> healthy mentally and for the world yeah social media was tough last week for sure yeah the funny thing was like seeing my friends like all over the world posting about the yeah. election <laughs> how they're watching it i was just like oh my god <laughs> And then I saw a post about how people in other countries know more about our states than other Americans. <laughs> and it's just like they know like all 50 states where some Americans just don't. Or or it was like my brain wasn't meant to be thinking about Georgia for this long. <laughs> <laughs> or there were some funny videos too about like people just staring at the map of the U.S. and then noticing like some of the border lines are like not lined up <laughs> perfectly. Have you seen that one? Oh, no. So funny. But yeah. Yeah. It was like really interesting to think about and talk about with people about voter suppression, gerrymandering, and how these things came about in the beginning of the America, (laughs) the United States of America. The before time. (laughs) And the before time. And like thinking historically, archaeologically, anthropologically, and just how these thoughts and practices came about where it's just like, we want to celebrate this freedom, but how do you even get freedom? Is that anything really free? We're all just entangled. <laughs> and then it just keeps going. <laughs> oh, freedom. So that was a big part of um, a stressful period. And I think a lot of people are also stressed. And I saw a lot of people trying to step away from social media. I try to step away from social media. But then it was like, November 3rd came and then it went and then I was just like back on social media. I'm like, okay, now I'm like very invested. Like what's happening? (laughs) I can't get off and this is causing more stress now. I think the night of the election, I ended up staying 
online till like two or three in the morning, just refreshing the Google page of like <laughs> ballot counting. I was like, oh no, this is not good. And then the next day I had um, like three classes, one of which was a three hour seminar. Um, I obviously didn't do any reading for any of them because I couldn't <laughs> like at all. So that was my first, I don't want to say failure. That was my first like hiccup in my PhD program where I just like couldn't do work <laughs> at all. But the good thing is like I was able to email professors and just be like, hey, no, can't, sorry. And they were like, okay, it's fine. Like I won't call on you in class today. And like a lot of the classes ended up being fine anyway. So it wasn't like as stressful as I made it out in my mind to be. So that was good. People were like understanding, luckily, last week. So good that you reached out to them. Yeah. And just like, hey, this is happening. And it's like, I'm assuming that was happening with everyone too, mm -hmm. in some way. And so just like, hey, like verbalizing this. And they were probably already changing some of their curriculum to fit with the elections because I know in my undergrad during the 2016 election, one of my professors was just like, who was like very like strict on like attendance and stuff. She was just like, honestly, email me that you're not coming to school. You're having a mental health day. I won't count it against you. So like, basically, if you just email her like, hey, I need a mental health day. I'm not going to be in class. She's like, okay, cool. She won't like mark it against you. But if you just like don't show up to class or email like two days later being like, oh, actually, she's like, no, I'm not counting that. If I'm ever professor, I will be doing that. Yeah, she was so cool. Maybe I'll just have like <laughs> a button on Canvas, like mental health button, click it, and then that day's work is gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's an email. <laughs> yeah, it's an email. It's just an email. <laughs> That's the click. <laughs> Put it in the syllabus or say yeah. it in class or something. Being a functional human being in general right now is like, so impressive and not possible <laughs> to see. I had a meeting today with it was like a couple of people like scattered across the world for like a Fulbright thing and uh, my friend Zoe and I were both in our PhD program and the other three people were like I cannot believe you're in a PhD program right now like I could never and I was like oh same <laughs> Like I could never also, but here we are. Um, so yeah, kudos to everyone doing anything right now. Like, good job. Yeah. I'm proud of you because it is hard. <laughs> One update I have with the Discord is that we've gotten a lot of activity lately. And I recently posted a link um, on my Tumblr to just get archaeologists involved and whatever. But every week we've been streaming lectures that have been put on by my school and we've been able to have some good discussion in the chat so if you are an archaeologist and you're interested in being a community in a community of a ton of archaeologists discord is a really cool place to be in our server so that's cool that's my my plug for the week <laughs> on <the> discord <laughs> it's I don't see a lot of communities for archaeologists outside of academia that much. And like, I'm on my archaeology Twitter every now and then. And I, it's a good place. It's like a good communal place for archaeologists on archaeology Twitter. 
but it's also it just feels so uh, I don't want to say so disconnected but it's more disconnected than having like a discord I would like for the I dig it discord to have just people just in there talking like it's a place it's a communal place and people like post their research and like I would love to like hear about everyone's work and read their stuff and their life work and their projects and like hearing different updates like I want to know what's going on in their world your world yeah I like I think I like discord because it's more casual in that you're not like flaunting around your status like you do on social media you know like everyone has they're like oh I'm a professor at this place or I'm doing this or whatever like in their bio but discord kind of like equalizes everything to where like you know who you're talking to but you don't really know who you're talking to and it's just like a like you can just talk like you don't have the pressure of um status or hierarchy or anything so I think that's really cool about discord too yeah it's like hey I'm Steve I'm a professor and supervisor and (laughs) um the lead archaeologist at this university it's like oh my god and i like playing video games yeah (laughs) there there isn't a steve where i'm just making somebody (laughs) but it's like it could be something like that where it's just like i just want to chill with the with kids i thought Something that happened in the Discord, which was kind of funny. We were streaming a talk. It was about civ civilization. And so we were streaming that in the Discord and also having the conversation. And then after the conversation, he was apparently in the Discord. And he was like, hey, guys, you guys might have just seen my thing, but my name is so-and-so and I'm doing this. And I was like, oh, no, I hope we didn't say anything bad about his talk. But it was so funny. Not to uh, burst that uh, like funny bubble, but I started following him on all social media. Uh-huh. Then he started following it back, and then that's when he joined. It was after the oh, talk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just like this guy. I like. I love his work. I was like, was he in here already? Or <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> okay. Good. That makes me feel a little better. I mean, he can still read everything, but yeah, yeah. I don't think we said anything bad. It was a very no. interesting talk. But yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so there's there's some really cool people in the Discord, is my point. <laughs> some people. We haven't had any like high school age people on the podcast yet. I feel like that would be really cool to get like pre-college career thought processes up in here. I know that there's people like in their senior year or like the equivalent of their senior year wanting to go into archaeology. And I think some... We're looking at universities, but this was like back in probably was a couple like months April. ago. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'd be yeah, interesting. <laughs> and then we have we have some people under the high school role in Discord, so could reach out to them. But yeah, there's a lot of things we haven't covered yet. Yeah, we're nowhere near finished. This is episode You're seventeen. <laughs> yeah. It's like right now we've just been struggling on finding time with Uh, Alyssa's PhD and my work and with my work. That you were gonna stop after struggling, and I was gonna be like, "Yeah, we've just been been struggling." struggling. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, I mean everything is hecka crazy, but I'm done with school next week, which is crazy. I had a dream about you last night, though. 
Oh, yeah. You're in my dream. It was like I was on archaeology Twitter, and that's why I'm like bringing this up because it's archaeological related. <laughs> and I saw that you tweeted, and then you tagged our friend from our master's, Theo. Uh-huh. You tagged Theo in it and some random person. I don't remember the name. And it's like, oh, going on vacation here. And it's like it had a flag for some random country. And it wasn't real country. And I was just like, how have I never seen this place before? It's like, we're going to do some excavation stuff here. And I was just like, but it's COVID. (laughs) (laughs) My rational brain and my dream brain were just trying to have like a fight in the middle of my dream. Like, why are you vacationing? Why are you vacationing? Since when does Theo have a Twitter? Who is this other person? (laughs) I'm like, why are you going to a country that doesn't exist? (laughs) And then oh my gosh. I was like reaching out to you to talk to you about it. And then I think I woke up because wow. I wanted to go too. Well, I hope Dream Me had fun. I'll make sure to invite you next time. <laughs> Please. I've got, I felt left <laughs> out, you know. <laughs> oh, so wow. I've been dreaming about aliens a lot recently. Okay. And I don't know why because I haven't like consumed any alien media, you know, like I haven't watched movies about aliens or anything but Mm -hmm. i think it might just be like oh can someone else in the universe come save us please (laughs) because we're not doing too great um maybe that's it but yeah i've i've had a lot of alien dreams lately like three in the last three weeks so Uh, i wish i knew more about dream analysis me too it's fun maybe i'll quit and go into dream analysis into dreams just start dreaming i'm already dreaming (laughs) I'll just sleep for a living. <laughs> just sleep for a living. <laughs> I mean, all all dreams are just reflections of your inner self conscious. My my inner self conscious is weird. <laughs> you're just all like, of, yeah, you're you have weird dreams. All of my dreams are like very <laughs> supernatural, like nothing to do with the real world, except like small things from like my day will be in it. So like if I see a red bike throughout my day, I'll like have it in my dream, but it's also in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> and so like maybe because you have such like a rational brain that your your dream brain needs to be irrational for things <laughs> to like <Balance>. process. <laughs> yeah. It's like this is how you're processing this. There's just mm-hmm. a zombie apocalypse. It just means that that thought that you had earlier about what you needed to choose between, yeah, this is it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> You either go up the stairs to run from the zombies or down the stairs. What do you choose? Exactly. I would love to like be able to record my dreams and send them somewhere for analysis. One day, I'm sure we'll be able to like watch our dreams. I have the most vivid dreams when I take Benadryl. Like I never <laughs> knew that because I've never really had to take Benadryl before. But all of a sudden, I have these allergies and I'm supposed to take this medication that I haven't taken yet and I should actually look into it. I just haven't – I keep – so a couple weeks ago, I broke out into hives. Not weeks. No, no, no. A couple weeks ago, I had a piece of ginger that was touching scallop, and then my mouth started, like, tingling, and, like, I felt like it was swelling up. And I was like, oh, I can't feel my tongue right now. What's going on? <laughs> and then my housemate was like, oh, no. And so she jumps up and grabs a Benadryl and pops it to me, and I'm just like – it's like chugging water. I'm like, I probably shouldn't be drinking the water. I should be like swishing it, spitting it out. But I have never had an allergic reaction before in my entire life. So I didn't do that. <laughs> and so I think I have a scallop allergy because I've never had scallop before. 
But you can also develop seafood allergies like in your adult life Mm -hmm. and also just other allergies. And then just like last week, I started breaking out into really bad hives all over my legs and arms. And that proceeded for like four days in a row. And they, I got prescribed this like medication for like an anti-inflammatory thing. But I was like taking Benadryl and then Benadryl like makes me really loopy and then I pass out. And then I'm still like groggy for like half of the next day because it just stays in my system, even though the half-life should only be like eight hours. Wow. And so I'm just like, I have the most vivid dreams. Those And they were pretty intense. Some of them were fun. I recommend it if you have if you have any type of allergic reaction or you just need an antihistamine. Just don't take <laughs> it. Um, don't do the Benadryl challenge. You have to be over eighteen to buy Benadryl now. Apparently, oh my yeah. god, crazy TikTokers, them kids, <laughs> always something new. How is your rash? Um, I I haven't I have not been breaking out into a rash lately. I get really itchy, but. I like spray back teen on it and then I like just go into bed. I'm like, I'm just going to go to bed. I don't need this because it happens in the night and it doesn't, it usually happens like in my house, but it happened like when I was outside one night and I'm like, when, where, why, why is this happening to me? I haven't been using anything new. So I just need to go see an allergist. I think I need to get just, I just need tests. I hope they can figure it out. Yeah. My eczema has been breaking out but (laughs) I think that's just like stress stuff and apparently hot showers too which is sad because I like hot showers but apparently hot water like strips your skin of its natural oils and then makes you itchy my I talked to a doctor person lady a couple weeks ago because I was like why do I have eczema and she was like if you're taking a shower and there's steam it's too hot so I was like, oh, I take a lot of steam showers. So. <laughs> I feel like we're in the part of the year where it like sucks to take a shower because it's so freezing when you get out of it. Yeah, I just dread taking showers because I know how cold I'm going to be. I dread just getting out of bed because I have a heated blanket. Oh, I have no. like nice comforter. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't want to leave. And then right now, because I'm not working, I'm just like, there's no point to leave. (laughs) But I make myself get up. Yeah. And then I just take a drive. I just go somewhere. You take a drive? I need to do Mm -hmm. that. Just take a drive. I just take a drive. I go through like a drive-thru, like Starbucks or something, get some caffeine. I drive through Midtown in Sacramento, Old Town, just kind of like looking at things. It's like I should be taking a walk, yes, but (laughs) – you can see more on a drive. I can see more on a drive. And if they have the jump bike still in operation. Yeah, they do. You should use – those are so nice to ride around Midtown but with. But they don't get, like, like, sanitized. You could bring, like, your own wipes or something, though. That's true. Yeah. But I did that a couple times. You can, like, go over the Sacramento Bridge and around town and stuff. And it's super fun. That's a good idea. Yeah. I might do that. Maybe not this weekend because it's supposed to rain. <laughs> supposed to start raining yeah i'm excited i love the cold weather but because of urban sprawl it's just hard to get places without driving there so it's like well i want to go here anyway so i might as well just drive that's what i miss about living in like the uk everything was just so close some places were far but walkable but even then you could walk to the train and then walk off of it yeah or walk onto the bus and walk off like like when we would go to the movies memories (laughs) 
I haven't been to a movie in so long. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, I've watched Cats four times now. I do not recommend it. Um, I mean, if you've ever watched it before, you watch it the first time, you're just like, I don't know what I just watched. I need to watch it again. So then you watch it again. And it wasn't my idea. I just need to clarify that. I did not in any way or in any shape want it to be on. <laughs> But I did agree after the second time. It's like, okay, one more playthrough. That third playthrough actually was just like half of the movie. But it's just like, what's a Jellicle cat? I don't know. It's a lot of cats. But I do know. There's Yes. And I do not recommend doing that. But also, if you want to understand something, you have to watch it or read it more than once. (laughs) And that goes with everything. (laughs) Tying it back to anthropology. (laughs) I don't know if I want to understand cats, though. I don't know. I feel like it can write my a, a new dissertations on it. I'm going to go get a uh-huh. master in theater, and I'm going to write my dissertation on cats. <laughs> Do it. Goodbye, I'll archaeology. It. Oh, thanks, babe. <laughs> and we'll be right back after this break. All right. What is one thing you're looking forward to? Either this this week or this month or oh December is almost here. The year's almost over. What are you looking forward to before January? I think for me, I've been saying this like on almost every episode, just kind of like finding my path in archaeology because it's like where I am is fun. I just know that this isn't where I want to be long term. And I miss being in like the digital world and, you know, doing the podcast and stuff helps me stay in the digital world and being able to do the things that I want to do. And I really want to start making some films again. I just don't, I mean, I have my iPhone. I could just use that, but I want to be able to just like go around and find something and make like a little short film about it and stuff like that. And so I'm going to look more into that and my career in general. And I've kind of taken a pause on it because with work and just like starting out, wanting to be fully available and like trying not to think about anything else because it's just like, okay, let me, let me do this. And now that I'm like at a kind of like a a pause because there's no projects right now, it's the perfect time to start thinking again. I don't know. I don't know if it's always good to be always wanting. It's not wanting a change where it's just like always searching for something. But it's like I was like I found the thing that I was searching for, so I took a pause and then I'm like this wasn't the thing that I was searching for. I'm going to go off and find it. Yes, I think that's healthy. Should make a short film of day in the life of me which is like rolling out of bed getting on <laughs> I'm the not, that'd be I'm not like the biggest fan of like myself in films and stuff mm. but like I do other things I like being behind the camera I like being in front of the camera but also you could do it of me the then I could do it of you <laughs> yeah day in the life of a zoom phd student <laughs> yeah but yeah, it's like I miss making films about buildings and people and yeah. It's like I have one a, of like Angie and her friend. 
Yeah. Uh, the 14-year-olds in 2020 and anthropological view. <laughs> Yo, that would be so interesting. Of social anxiety and stigma and yeah. what it's like to be 14 and knowing things but being told you're too young to know what it Do really it. means. <laughs> yeah. It's like my first interview I've ever conducted was for a podcast that I made like in 2016. So I I miss doing that type of stuff. I don't mean, I'm still doing that type of stuff. But it's like <laughs> I want to make more films as well. More media. Yeah. And I need to continue on with my digitization projects. But mm-hmm. I'm just never home because I'm like, I want to not be home right now because I'm always at home. Relatable. And how about you? What are you looking forward to for this end of the year, week, month? I don't want my only thing to be something ending. <laughs> like I'm excited for the end of the term. We're thinking about maybe doing a trip somewhere, maybe to like Tahoe or something, but I don't know. I don't really like the snow, so <laughs> I don't want to go to Tahoe too much. Um, then don't this- go to Tahoe. <laughs> I know, right? It's all going to be snow. <laughs> This weekend, though, I'm volunteering with the homeless shelter, which I'm excited about. And we're flipping pancakes and distributing, like, cold weather stuff. So that'll be fun. I think I'm going to start doing that regularly also just because I've found a lot of, like, local Instagrams um, that help with, like, homeless, unhoused populations in the area. So my ethnography class that I'm in right now is a lot about those who are not working because when we look at capitalism we often think about like the working man and what they're doing and the family household and blah 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 but we don't really hear about who's not working or who's left behind or stuff like that so a lot of our books have been about those populations um, including like homeless or people who can't get jobs or for whatever reason um, are left behind by their government so That's been on my mind a lot lately, and I think one way to help with that in the real world is doing this, so that's what I'm doing. So I'm excited about that. Get some community service going, hopefully make a difference. I also joined, it's a group at Stanford called Stanford and Government, and I'm on the community service board for that now. So we're looking for ways to like get the community involved in helping out the community and each other and finding ways to do like food banks for students who have been impacted by COVID and like clothing drives and that sort of thing. So I've been doing a lot of that lately too. I feel like uh, COVID has made me feel very lucky um, in a lot of ways because I'm one of the people who didn't lose a whole lot in terms of like job security or a house over my head and stuff like that. So I don't know. I've I've been feeling lucky and guilty at the same time for living in a place that's so shitty for so many people. So I want to try to make it a little less shitty for some people <laughs> if possible. <laughs> so that's my goal for like this the rest of this year and the rest of my life. But starting now, I'm going to try to try to be more uh, community driven. When you're just so like into your own self and what you're doing mm-hmm. throughout your day and like, well, I need to go do this. I do do that. But like taking that time out of your norm and making time for others who you don't even know. Mm-hmm. And just like that first step of like helping out in the kitchen. Yeah. And then that makes it 
like, oh, I'm so lucky to be able to have the opportunity to do this instead of like, oh, this is something I have to do and I'm so annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good stepping stone too. So it's like this first interaction and then it's like, okay, I can can do this more. Because I think like the first time people do like community service, they get – like they have like the – I shouldn't be doing this. Like I want to do this, but not at all. Mm -hmm. Or it's like a requirement for something. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just like, no, this is, I'm, I'm doing something for somebody else. This is fine. People need these things that they might not have access to. And so I want to help distribute that to them. Should all look to do a little more things for others. That was this week's mini-sode. We'll come back with a scheduled normal episode the next week. A little catchy catch-up. We hope everyone is surviving and thriving as much as you can. Any comments, concerns, ideas, just hit us up on the I Dig It podcast, Instagram, Twitter, Discord, email. Join our Discord. Join Join in on our weekly (laughs) lectures. I think even when like the lectures are done, we should still do something weekly. That would be fun. I'm done. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. This show is produced by the Archaeology Podcast Network, Chris Webster and Tristan Boyle in Reno, Nevada at the Reno Collective. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archpodnet.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.